Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. So as we move into Acts chapter 8 today, let's just kind of be uh, conscious of the fact of what we just came from. So Stephen just preached this epic sermon in Acts chapter 7, and then he gets stoned at the end where you have this man named Saul who is basically holding the clothes of people who are uh, stoning Stephen. And so this man named Saul is there witnessing this, and that's how chapter 7 ends. So let's go on to read uh, chapter 8, verses 1 through 8. I'm going to read it for us, and then we'll talk about it for just a second. So Saul agreed with putting him to death. And on that day, a severe persecution broke out against the church in Jerusalem, and all except the apostles were scattered throughout the land of Judea and Samaria. Devout men buried Stephen and mourned deeply over him. Saul, however, was ravaging the church. He would enter house after house, drag off men and women, and put them in prison. So those who were scattered went on their way preaching the message of the good news. Philip went down to a city in Samaria and proclaimed the message to them, or pro- proclaimed the Messiah to them. The crowds paid attention with one mind to what Philip said. And as they heard and saw the signs he was performing for unclean spirits, crying out with a loud voice, came out of many who were possessed, and many who were paralyzed and lame were healed. So there was a great joy in that city. And so this is in the aftermath of Stephen's death. And what's pretty remarkable here is that um, the persecution does not threaten the church. The the persecution does not discourage the church, but it really emboldens them. Um, I mean, we get this picture of Saul. I mean, verse 3, think of how vivid verse 3 is that Saul is ravaging the church. I mean, he's entering house after house, dragging men off, dragging women, throwing them in prison. This is um, incredibly intense, and it would be something that we would think at first is kind of going to slow the growth of the church maybe. But but yet here what we see is that as the people are being scattered into Judea and as they're being scattered into Samaria, they're they're not running with their tails tucked between their legs and they're not going saying, okay, man, man, we can't be loud about this. We can't share this as much now. That's not what they're saying. They are going and they're preaching the good news as they are going around as verse 4 would say. It's pretty incredible. And here's what I want us to notice um, the main part of today is that the Lord has this incredible incredibly um incredible ability to use persecution um to accomplish his purposes and his will so so think about this um go back to acts chapter one where we're kind of the the entire stage of the book is set because remember acts chapter one starts kind of recounting where Jesus is still on the earth with his disciples. He's still physically there with them. And as he ascends into heaven, he gives them what we call the Great Commission, right? And he says in Acts chapter 1, verse 8, he says, You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you, now listen to this, will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all of Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So so Jesus tells his disciples, don't just stay here in Jerusalem, but go to Judea and Samaria. So all of Acts chapters 1 through 7 has really been based in Jerusalem. That's where it's been based. But but persecution happens here, and the church is being dispersed. And and I love verse 1 is not an accident, where it says that all throughout the land they were scattered through Judea and Samaria. 
And so they're going on and they're preaching the gospel to the very places that Jesus told them to go to. That, that their persecution is utilizing them and it's pushing them to fulfill the thing that God has for them. So that's pretty incredible, right? And so here's what I want to challenge you with today. Um, your persecution for the gospel is not wasted. Your persecution for the gospel is not wasted. Now, notice I, I put in that little describing phrase for the gospel, right? Notice uh, I, I'm not just talking about like you spill your coffee on your shirt or like you have a flat tire going to school. Like that stuff sucks, right? But that's not gospel persecution. Now, I'm talking about if you make a stand in your school or you share the gospel with people in your school and and you receive maybe some pushback from that or you try to live a gospel-centered life and you receive some adversity from that. Acts chapter 8 reminds me that, that persecution for the sake of the gospel is not wasted. That the church is being spread out here, but it's being spread out in a way that even to Judea and Samaria, the gospel message is being taken there. And so, uh, man, how incredible is it that the church did not get discouraged in Jerusalem and say, okay, we're just going to be quiet. But as they were dispersed, they continued to preach the gospel. And it just gives me hope that, man, when you and I are persecuted for the sake of the gospel, our persecution is not wasted, that God is using that to accomplish his purposes and do his will. Your persecution is not wasted. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock, and we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.